Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. Questions like, how do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps that people like to listen? How do I make money off of my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I love Anchor because it is so easy to use on the go. I can pull up the app on my phone, record a podcast, add some music, add my intro, add my outro, and edit all on the fly. So there's no need to sit by a laptop all day long. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast, boo. If you are tired of church as usual, if you are tired of all the money gimmicks, if you are simply tired and desire the uncut word of God, deliverance, and worship, Sold Out International is your answer. Come and experience an undeniable encounter with God. Join Prophetess Dr. Elizabeth P. Threat every first Friday at 7 p.m. at 8520 University Executive Park Drive, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28262. For more information, go to elizabethp3.com. Welcome to The Charging Station with Tracy Massey, certified life coach, passionate author, and speaker from Living My Empowered Life. She's on a mission to help women just like you achieve your goals and break through any barriers holding you back from living the life you deserve. If you're ready to slay life without apology, you've come to the right place. Here she is now, your host, Tracy Massey. Hey, 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 what's good, everybody? Welcome to the Charging Station Podcast. It's your girl, Tracy Massey. How you doing, boo? If this is your first time joining, I am so happy to have you here. Thank you for lending me your ear for these few moments. Please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe if you're listening on good old Apple or wherever your whatever your preferred podcast listening platform is please rate and review and leave five stars so we can help get this podcast out to more people if you are a returning listener hey boo you know i love me some you welcome back welcome back everybody tap that hand sanitizer and let's go ahead and have a seat on the couchy couch let's get comfortable it's been a long day it's been a long week chair Mm. i'm sitting here uh fighting a headache because I bought the wrong um, air freshener. And you ever bought an air freshener that, that the smell doesn't quite agree with you and it just causes a headache? I'm dealing with that right now. And I'm like, uh, I have to give this to somebody because I can't keep this burning in my house. But anyway, I digress. 
If you don't mind, um, if you're not following me on social media, please go ahead and do so. I'm over on Instagram at Living My Empowered Life, where I am live every Tuesday for Tea Time Tuesday, where I answer all of your questions about grief. And you can follow me on Facebook at Living My Empowered Life, over on TikTok at Living My Empowered Life, over on Twitter, two places, um, either Tracy Empowers, T-R-A-C-E-Y Empowers, for all my um, tweets about uh, Married at First Sight and 90 Day Fiance. Those are my two shows, baby. And you can also follow the business page where we're a little bit more, you know, professional over there at Living My Empowered. And that's L-I-V-I-N-G-M-Y-E-M-P-W-D. I think that's right. Child, I'm proud of myself because I just... um. I just linked up my Instagram back up to my Twitter. So I'm like, yeah, girl, because I forgot my password and everything. Little 40 something year old me is not very tech savvy, tech tech savvy like I used to be. So anyway, enough all that. You're not here to hear about my foolery. Well, maybe you are because we do talk about some foolery over here on the charging station. So let's get into today's content. Okay. I want to talk to you guys about something that um, a couple people I know are walking through this right now. I've walked through it. And of course, when I walk through something and I learn, I got to share it with my peeps because sharing is caring. That's why you got to share this podcast with your people. Okay. But today's topic, we are going to talk about relationship grief. Did you even know that was a thing? Yeah, honey, it is. You can grieve a relationship. And what is crazy about it? Responses to a breakup can resemble responses to the death of a loved one. Mm-hmm. You got to remember that death is not the only trigger of grief. Okay. Death is like the major Thing that we think about when you're talking about grieving, but you can grieve the loss of a relationship, what we're going to talk about today. You can grieve the loss of a job. You can grieve the loss of a lifestyle that you once had. So remember, grief is not linear. It comes in ebbs and flows. It's rude. It's all of that. So we're just going to talk about relationship grief here today. One thing I want you to know is that it is really not uncommon to go through the stages of grief after a breakup. The only difference is that the one that you loved or the one that you're grieving is still alive. So they can be walking around here living their best life and you're over here with the broken heart grieving. Some say it is harder to overcome grief following a breakup, which I totally understand. Because after all, like I said, the person you loved or may still be in love with or still have strong feelings for is still out there. And knowing that this person is still out there may keep you in this in this stage of denial, which can lead to you thinking that maybe the breakup didn't happen or it's only a matter of time before you will, you know, get back together Anybody had that thought? Have you had that thought before after a breakup? Like, yeah, maybe we'll get back together. No, it's just me. Oh, okay. All right. Well, um, yeah, I went through down, went down that road. <laughs> but this process of thinking can seem comforting. However, it can lead to your 
prolonging your healing process. Yeah, so actually staying in denial can keep you from from healing um, or it may lengthen the time of healing and we definitely don't want to do that. So stay tuned. Of course, I'm going to give you some tips at the end of this podcast at the end towards the end to help you manage this relationship grief. A couple things that happen when you are um, in relationship grief, you may question your identity and self-worth. Or you may wonder, will you survive the breakup or if you will ever love again? You ever been there? Child, I've been there. After my last breakup, I really did question my self-worth because my ex cheated on me. And when I found the chick that he was um, cheating on me with, I went into a deep depression because y'all, I have to, I have to admit the chick was bad. I mean, she is actually, well, I'm not going to say like what, what she, her past life was because I don't want you to figure out who she is. But, um, yeah, you, you ever seen those Instagram models? Yeah, that's that how she was built and it took one of my good girlfriends to be like girl she was just a trophy and you can't compare the two like my best friends I love them shout out to my girls but they were really like no you can't compare what you see to who you really are and who you are is amazing and it took me a while to um, actually get out of that funk of self-comparison and and denying my self-worth. I really had to rebuild my self-esteem after that last relationship. So if you are there, baby, I get it. (laughs) Um, Seeing your former partner can also raise thoughts of reconciliation, which in turn can create hope, but can cause more anguish. And I actually went through this too. There was a time where... um, my in my last relationship that I was really hoping for reconciliation I was really hoping that um, we could go back to the beginning like when we first met it was amazing I really felt like this was the man that I had prayed and asked God for but caveat I didn't ask God if this was the man that he sent me so yeah (laughs) always 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 when you pray ask God to confirm that this is right all right I did not do that. So he was like everything that I, I thought I wanted. Um, he He's tall, just, you know, fine to me, smell good, like just all this stuff. But there are things that I did not, when I did not consult God, I, I know that's where I messed up. But I wanted him back. I wanted him back because it was familiar. And actually, um, I'm be honest. So, lady, my my besties, if y'all are listening to this, don't beat me upside the head. Okay. We actually did reconcile for a little bit. We we did, and honestly, I wish I hadn't because the patterns came back. Well, they never left, but the patterns resurfaced again, and I started to see the same things. I can't say that he was cheating on me again, but. Um, There were things that he did in our relationship before he started cheating the breakup that started to resurface. And I had to go through that grief of losing the relationship again. So don't take a page out of my book. Don't reconcile. (laughs) Before you reconcile, consult God 
And please, 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 please don't go down a rabbit hole again. If you're seeing the same patterns, don't do it. You're, you're worth way more than that. But seeing them walking around, you know, you can spark up some hope. Like maybe we can work this thing out. And sometimes I know some people who have broken up, you know, they did reconcile and it worked out well. But just be just be cautious. If that's what you decide to do, just know that you could be prolonging your healing. Okay. I'm never going to be one to tell y'all what to do. You grown, make your own decisions, but just be wary, you know, be be cautious. Okay. Um, when you're dealing with relationship grief, um, you can have a situation where the breakup dynamics can be complicated and that can also complicate the grief. So even if you are the one who chose to end the relationship, you may be surprised by the grief that you feel. Because again, you formed a bond with this person. And, and if you add in sex, oh Lord, you got another can of worms that you have to deal with. But sometimes in relationships, you know, our lives start to intertwine. And you find yourself with, with the same friends or you find yourself hanging out at the same places. So your life is really intertwined. Um, even if you're not married, you just have things that you did together that pour into your single life. So that dynamic can enhance the grief because now you're dealing with, okay, how are our friends going to be? Um, can I not go to this cafe anymore? Because this is one of our favorite places. So you're having to find new places, do all of this stuff. And it can really make you feel like, Ugh, this sucks. So just be uh, aware that this is a possibility of happening. And end of relationships can complicate other relationships, disrupting in your circle, your social circle, loss of friendships or loss of friendships with ex's family. Listen, losing an ex's family. Oh, gosh. For me, I think that was one of the hardest things because I, I'm an only child. Um, my mom, I'm my mom's only child. So my mother didn't have any, didn't give me brothers and sisters, but my dad did. So, and I still don't really know them. So, um, anyway, where was I going with this? <laughs> um, being an only child, I always wanted like brothers and sisters, right? So I, I was in one relationship where my boyfriend at the time was the youngest of nine children, huge family, mom and dad, you know, loved me parents love me like parents just love me especially the moms they just love me but mom and dad nieces and nephews all of these cousins brothers and sisters so when we broke up I lost my family and I say my family because they we were together five years so they were like really my family and that was really hard because having to separate that you know I knew that that was his blood. So it wasn't picking sides or nothing like that. So I knew that I was the, the odd man out. But one thing that was special about that relationship is um, when my daughter left this earth, I looked up and I saw two of his brothers there to support me. Um, he wasn't there because he actually passed away a few years ago. We actually just had his um, the anniversary of his passing not too long ago. But losing that dynamic really really did hurt and back then I didn't understand what it was like I didn't understand why it hurt so bad 
but being separated. So if you are in in a situation where you've been in a relationship for a while, you've bonded with friends, you've bonded with family. Yeah, you're going to grieve those losses. And I hope and I pray that you get to a point where it is um, healthy for you to spark up those friendships again. But you really have to set some standards and some boundaries to do that. Avoiding the grief may lead to unhealthy coping skills. And it also robs you of opportunities to grow. So that's one thing about us humans. We don't want to feel what we feel. We don't want to acknowledge that, hey, my heart is broken. I'm hurting. But that really just puts it, uh, puts you in a bad place. You're not giving yourself opportunity to grow and to heal. That's like um, you plant a seed, right? So you you go and dig a hole and you plant a seed and you cover it up with, you know, the the good fertile dirt, but then you're going to put concrete over it. How is that seed going to grow? How is it going to prosper? It's not. It's probably going to die. Um, so think about it like that. How how are you going to grow if you don't acknowledge the grief that you're feeling? If you don't acknowledge the things that you're you're dealing with, every emotion, you know, So be kind to yourself. And grieving a breakup can look different for everyone. So I'm going to share a few tips with you that help me overcome relationship grief. And some of these tips you've heard before, but hey, if they work, they work. And of course, if you do the work, the healing will come. All right. So grab your notebook, get your your pen and paper out, um, and let's get into it. Hey, hey, peeps, we are always looking for great show ideas and who better to ask than our charging station family. If you have a topic you would like for us to discuss or if you know someone who will be a great interview for the show, please hit us up at podcast at livingmyempoweredlife.com. We're looking forward to hearing from you. Thanks for listening to The Charging Station with Tracy Massey. We hope you enjoyed the episode, but more importantly, we hope you'll take the next step and apply these tools in your own life. Please subscribe, share, and leave a review so others can find this podcast too. You definitely want to check out livingmyempoweredlife.com for free resources and all kinds of goodies, all to help you slay life without apology. Until next time, ready, set, live. Live.